What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Switch Talk, the perfectly pocket-sized podcast where we discuss the hybrid console that has stolen our hearts and minds, the Nintendo Switch. We try to keep it between 1 and 29.5 minutes because you have a busy schedule. You know, you just want to hear uh, us chat about games. You don't want too much in life. You just want to relax for a little bit. You're busy. So we're going to keep it short and sweet. In fact, we're going to go right over to Gary Gray and have him introduce himself, plug his social media and all that. We're super excited to have you, Gary. Talk to me. What's going on, bro? Yeah, so uh, it's been a long time coming. I've known you guys for a while. I've been uh, listening to the show since day one, pretty much. So, uh, yeah, it's awesome to be on. Uh, if you want to find me on Twitter, it's at Gary the Cooper for all the ramblings and nonsense that I do there. And also, we've got a website, which is uh, the NintendoVillage.com, which is hosting this show at the minute, Switch Talk, as well as another whole bunch of shows. We do reviews, let's plays, news, articles, everything. So, just go over there and check that out. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're a listener of the show, um, we just want to thank you because tuning in really means a lot. Every subscription, every like. And we've moved over to the Nintendo Village. It's been amazing. The website's really well done, top quality, and it's an open door. So if you have a podcast that you want to join up, that's great. If you want to help with writing reviews, Gary's been awesome. Phil's been awesome. They've been kind of heading the larger team, and it's been great working with them. I mean, the future is bright for Switch Talk and the whole website. We're super excited. I'm ecstatic, okay? You know what I was ecstatic for? Faye, the game that we're going to be talking about today. Now, Faye, this little indie darling, was it all window dressing, Clay? Were we deceived? Talk to me about the game. Uh, I came into Faye pretty excited uh, from the first who, trailer who I, wasn't? I saw. Who wasn't? Because um, I think uh, Nintendo gave it a little extra push of their own. Uh, it was one of their uh, directs. They uh, they kind of spotlighted it, if I'm remembering that correctly. And uh, I just remember seeing a trailer and going, wow, that game looks beautiful. I will happily pay for that day one and play it. Uh, I didn't even care that EA had their name attached to it. Um, 20 bucks. I was like, yeah, let's do it. I don't know a whole lot. I, I kind of kept... You know my head out of it, just like when it when it shows up, I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out, and so I was stoked that we decided to cover it because it was one I was gonna buy regardless, and so um, yeah, just kind of went in, not sure what to expect. All I knew is visually, it was like my cup of tea. Uh, I love when video games uh, go outside the box and try to be artistic and uh, not the norm when it comes to visuals. And so uh, right away, I was already stoked about that. So kind of walking into it and uh, not knowing what to expect. uh, At first, I was a little worried, especially because Gary was a little bit ahead of me in the game. And so uh, some of the things he was saying was concerning me. Um, And then also I heard about, you know, some of the reviews coming out weren't doing so great. And so I was I was really worried. but then I realized they're all full of hot air, and uh, I had a, a wonderful time with the game. So, ooh, okay, so he likes it, and you know it's really yes. interesting. I mean, you bring up a good point, Clay, because the stigma of EA is always around. It's always that dark cloud. But the bright side of EA is you see them backing things like Yarny and things like that, and it's supposed to tug at your heartstrings. It's supposed to tell them that they're not a big evil corp, and that they give little indie darlings a chance and you're right i was excited as well visually appealing obviously i tend to go into games fresh except when i have some type of reservation then i want to know everything about it so i don't get myself into a purchase decision that i regret that was all really interesting clay you brought up some good stuff and it seems like you liked it 
I did, know, and I and I'm really I'm I'm going really easy right now because I don't want to give it all away. So just <laughs> you know, just you wait. That that was all really good, but I didn't like the accent. I think we need to spice it up. I would like mm. Gary to speak to us in that sweet, sweet Greek accent of his. Gary, talk to me about about Faye a little bit. Just go ahead. Let so the, the thing about Faye is uh, <laughs> the thing I've, about I've, Faye. I've been a I've been a fan of Zoink for a good while, and um, I I have radio silence whenever there's a game that I like the look of. I try to know as little as I can about it, and uh, I follow Zoink in all their sort of uh, Discord group, all that, all that sort of stuff. So um, keeping out of spoilers was quite hard but i managed to uh all i knew really was it it starred like a this fairy fox thing and it's full of purple and i like purple so sold uh so i was going to pick it up day one regardless of reviews and anything like that and uh yeah i mean the artistic style is beautiful it sort of drags you straight in from the get-go uh you know the main character is adorable and uh from the trailers that you you just see naturally by being in the sort of groups it looks amazing and uh, to to an extent it was it was uh, it's a nice little platformer it's uh, you know it was kind of exactly what i was expecting in some ways like i was expecting a sort of short n64 era sort of platformer and i think it really really did live up to that yeah, absolutely. I mean, Zoink is going to be at the precipice of pushing the envelope for visuals, period. And they just have... I was actually surprised because when I... I knew that Zoink had made it, but then after playing, I kind of forgot because I think that it is breaking into some new territory because it's appealing visuals, but I feel like they really broke from the style that they had had in the last couple games, which I thought was impressive. And everything was really beautiful i mean the game seemed very simple to me and i kind of was approaching it you know for doing the show trying to get through but i think that's the wrong way to play the game you really want to soak up everything that they've done and i thought that there's the general style but then the use of color which is subtly like changing based on what area you're in and just those little tweaks make it kind of because some of the environments were kind of rehashed and there was a lot of assets that were reused, I didn't notice it as much until toward the end. Then I was like, oh, okay, I see what they did here. So a lot of visual tricks went into, you know, keeping it fresh throughout. So I think depending on how much you were looking through that lens of appreciating that, then you were looking at it like, okay, this was really, really short and I've seen it all or kind of just appreciating it for what it was, you know, minute to minute. So... The visuals were one thing, and I think that everybody knew that, you know, just from getting a glance at it. I mean, we were freaking out over the thumbnails we were making for the YouTubes and stuff. We we're just like, this is awesome. But then mechanically, like getting into that, like if somebody's on the fence and they're like, oh, you know what? Faye, I was thinking about picking it up. They see the reviews. A lot of them, again, kind of wishy-washy in that area. What do you think about the, the mechanics? Go ahead, Gary. Talk to me a little bit. Tell me, tell me about the gameplay a little bit. Um, so if you have that idea of it being like an N64 inspired sort of uh, platformer, which not saying that that is the inspiration with them, but if you're looking at it like that, then the mechanics are pretty much how you'd expect them to be. They're quite basic in some ways. You don't really have an attack, so you sort of avoid enemy attacks. It's more stealthy. Um, 
you got your normal jump mechanic, but then you also unlock extra mechanics along the way. Like the first one is the ability to climb trees, which is really cool because the way they've done it is you sort of hop up the tree. So it's not this slow process of slowly crawling up it. Um, so on that respect, it, it's, it's really good in terms of controls. Um, but there's also this howling mechanic, which is like a, like a singing sort of thing, which is how you communicate with the other animals and plants in the forest, and uh, that unlocks you new ways to go or new abilities within them, and uh, it's really cool. It's a, it's a good way of, of going around it, quite unique, quite inventive. I really liked it. I found the singing, the singing is probably the ability that's the most unique, you know, everything else as far as, you know, the different ways you're in a traverse and climb and swim and all that, it's, it's pretty standard. But for the singing, I just love doing it. And I stuck with the motion controls and try to play, <clears throat> you know, that way. You could also turn it off and just use one of the analog sticks. But it felt, I felt like I was communicating with something, even though it was very, very simple. What'd you think about the singing, Clay? Did that work for you? Did you enjoy that? Uh... It took me a minute to figure it out. And so at first I was like, well, this is really dumb because it's not working. And uh, basically the the icons that they use to convey, you know, movement or use the control stick, however you have it set, it, it just didn't do a very good job explaining how it worked. Uh, so I, I struggled with it for the first little bit. And I was like, this is not very intuitive. And I didn't like it. But then I realized, oh, it's it's simple just matching the pitch of the other animal. And so as soon as you find that pitch, you lock it in and they connect and then whatever thing happens. And so once I figured that out, yes, it is it is incredibly simple. And I think it needs to be, I mean, this isn't lock picking and fallout. It doesn't need to be super difficult because you are doing it constantly. And so I think having something a little bit easier um is important so yeah I, I like it i think it's super fun I'm, i agree with you I, I i didn't really have any issues with it um some of the howls and and singing kind of sounds a little weird depending on which one you pick but i i thought it was it was unique and pretty cool so there was some variation there you're right because you're going between you know the different animals and kind of mimicking what they're doing which i thought was again very creative the the animals that you're interacting with are pretty clever designs i mean at least aesthetically appealing and i liked the creatures i felt like everything kind of had a personality and that was pretty cool it seemed a little underutilized in the grand scheme of things but i i enjoyed doing it the the issue that i had was the game seemed i like challenging games and i there was no barrier really it was like okay kind of move the stick or move the uh control to match pitch and that was it I wanted something where it felt like I was a little pushback. Like, is this a puzzle? Is it just you want to hold it there and that's, you know, to match pitch and that's it? I, for some reason, I was thinking back to the um, using the Orcarina in uh, Legend of Zelda and just hitting the simple pattern and then learning it so you could do it faster if you wanted to. There was something about that where it's like, okay, I have to memorize something which I think was an interesting way to utilize music to unlock something that happens. And I thought that that might have served it well. And I, in fact, I was thinking that if they had done something where you felt a little bit of skill or memory to it, that might have changed things up for me personally. But again, I think your expectations going in of what you're expecting the game to be has a lot to do with it. 
I thought that it was interesting that you felt different based on when you're climbing, felt snappy and quick, but then walking was just okay. And whenever you're in the water, I don't know if you noticed that you kind of move a lot faster, which was interesting, because um, I would fall a lot for just for whatever reason. And every movement felt different. And then, you know, the gliding later and everything. There, not to get into too, you know, it's such a short game, it's hard to understand what to say as far as spoilers. Um, you both completed the game, right? Correct. What do you think about the length? Does Because a lot of people are saying it's short, but somehow it overstays its welcome even because of some of the negatives there. What do you think about the, the length, uh, Clay? What, what are you thinking about that? All right. Um, well, I could fill the rest of the time complaining about this, so I'll try to make it brief. But um, I do not think that the length of a game makes it good or bad, and I don't think that should hurt it. I think the only thing you can complain about is whether or not you feel like you got your money's worth. And so I can understand if you pay 60 bucks and a game only takes you three hours to beat, that could be frustrating. So I think as long as you look at this game and you say, all right, look at the amount of time I put into it and look how much money I put into it. Like, I guess you could say that, but I don't think the, the shortness of this game necessarily makes it good or bad. I, I personally don't like... Uh, a ton of long games. I honestly prefer, especially with like indie games and stuff. Uh, I don't mind a shorter experience. And to be honest, I didn't 100% this. And so there's still a lot more time I could put into it. And most of the people that reviewed this game didn't even 100% it. And then they called it short, which I thought was stupid. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. You didn't even play the entire game and you're complaining about how short it is. So I'm a little fired up about that. But um, I, me personally, I thought it was it was a good length. I thought it told a good story and... Um, it didn't feel like you know a lot was left uh, unanswered or or whatnot. So I didn't have any issues with it. What about you, Gary? I thought the length was perfect. To be honest, I think that you're totally spot on with saying that the reviewers just finished the story and then gave up because I mean it's it's a it's a 3D platformer. They have collectibles. Uh, I'm incredibly close to 100% in the game, and it is much longer than two hours, like some of the people are saying it is. Um, so I think that's a really, really unfair statement that they're they're putting out there. But um, yeah, okay, if it's if you're going on story, it's quite short. But I actually think it's that's about right as well because um, you know it's not. Some people don't want to be hooked on the story forever, and I think that this goes parallel with games like Mario Odyssey, which is getting praised for its end game after the story had finished. And mm -hmm. what's the difference? I mean, if if you're doing a story on Mario Odyssey, you can finish it within like what seven hours? I think I did it in. Which, when you're paying like, you know, a premium rate for that game, that that's that's worse in comparison. So uh, I think the length was was fine. I don't, I don't see any issues yes. with that at all. Awesome. I'm glad we agree. I'm on the same page with you guys in that in getting with my limited time, limited resources, I want games to be shorter, and I rather take quality over quantity. Um, back in the day, I would like totally eat up multiple hundred hour rpgs because that's just where i was but now i'd rather have that experience and it's great when the price point matches and again i think Faye's coming in at 20 right yep uh i don't know how many rupees or pounds that is for gary for them across the pond but i think it's definitely reasonable i think again my expectations for what it was going to be how much it was promoted hurt things in, in a sense because i wasn't thinking indie game i'm thinking okay this is going to be one of those top quality blur the line between triple a and indie and then for some yeah. unfair expectation you think that okay that's going to be a little more meaty and i i disagree in a, a little bit in that the collectibles and com 
absolutely 100%ing a game, you really have to weigh what you're doing. Because any of the collectibles, I found no, you know, pride. I found no, like, reason to be looking around and collecting those things. I just didn't feel the draw, whereas I'm, you know, crack addicted to moons. So there's something there, you know, missing in that sense. So I think it's different. If you do a good job of incentivizing the player 200% and they feel like, okay, the B-sides in Celeste or something, like people are like, wow, it's like it's more game. You really have to weigh that and say, okay, you, uh, you didn't complete it, um, so you do want to be fair. You can't say that it's short without looking at the whole picture, but I think you can judge the quality of the rest that they probably didn't get to. Um, one of the, the standout things as you that was not revealed in some of the press coverage was these tall, monstrous titan things. So one part of the game is you... I don't even know what they're called. So the enemies are trying to steal your forest friends and then or capture them or eat them. I don't know what's going on. There's It's a minimalist story. It's a minimalist thing. But then there's these huge, giant, lumbering creatures. And it's reminiscent of, like, Shadow Colossus, God of War. Talk to me a little bit about that and anything that really, you know, stood out. Were you surprised by that? Because I was. Gary, what do you think? Yeah, actually, I thought that was pretty really cool. And uh, the general enemies as well, um, you know, using stealth to get by them was pretty good what are uh, they gary what are the enemies they are the silent ones yeah but mm. what, what are they they're no well, that's a spoiler i, I can't, that's I can't a spoiler. That that's okay a spoiler. we'll block we'll bleep that out so to <laughs> me they look like um like sharp razor shadow creature thingies that's what i'm right. gonna call them <laughs> so is, does that hurt things for you, Gary? The the lack of explanation for everything from the controls to how to do things to what you're actually doing. Oh, and I found out from someone else who reviewed that a fae is a type of creature. You're not called fae. Like, that's not your name. You're not like Mr. or Mrs. Fae. It's like, that's the name of the little creature thing. Did you guys know that? No. Okay. So we don't know a lot. What did you think about that? The mystery of it all, Gary? Does that hurt? Does it help? Uh, yeah, like I say, following Zoink, you learn a few things. Like, Faye is pronounced differently in Sweden. It's Faye, I think <gasps> they pronounce it. And yeah. it literally means fairy. So, you are the forest fairy mm. guardian. Mm. Uh, with, it all makes sense now. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm the same with Clay at the beginning with the howling. I, I was there for a good five minutes before I realized that the prompts were sort of wrong. Um, they had a bar. They had a bar that's moving up and down, and a picture of the controller moving up and down in the same rhythm. So I thought you had to tilt the controller in the rhythm with right. what it, what's on screen, and yeah. it took me a while. So I was getting frustrated <laughs> with that to start with. Um, so some of some of the uh, you know tutorials on what to do are a little bit a little bit empty. They don't yeah. they don't do the best job of explaining some things and. Um, yeah, so they, they could have done with a little bit more of an explanation, I think. Maybe maybe a little bit of text in places. Um, as for the enemies, I think I think the enemies were kind of cool. Uh, I would have liked a bit more of a variety and maybe some combat in there. But I understand the lack of, con of combat because it, it does make it different. So that is fair enough, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I mean, the other creatures in the forest, as you said, there's some gigantic ones there and, and stuff like that. I think they're actually really cool. I think they they what really bring the charm of Fae 
into its existence really is the way that the forest is alive with all these other little creatures and plants and all those sort of things let me i'm gonna throw something at you gary you tell me if this hurts or helps the game okay let's just say there's a little tweak right and you go up to the enemy and you kind of learn this ability where you start to sing at them and you sing and they kind of like start to get damaged and frozen and then you match pitch until their head pops right off what do you think of that is that a little too violent for the game you think that would ruin the uh the aesthetic and the peaceful feel of most of it no i think i think that with the ex if there's more enemies and a bigger expansion then i believe that like having different ways to defeat different enemies could also be something in there there yeah. is a there, there is a couple of things here and there which you have to do differently to just avoiding but um, nothing really too major, no, no like massive variety in the baddies. So yeah, that's something that I just felt was a little bit lackluster. But uh, I do like the stealth parts in it, to be honest. Um, oh. It does get difficult in places. Really, I, I was confused. Um, I don't want to brag, but I got the singing thing the first try. But then the next thing, where you're just simply supposed to throw something at a cage to like break it, like a little plant. Took me 20 minutes. Like I had, no, that was by <laughs> far, like the, the I had no idea what I was going on. It was a big sticking point for me. Um, Clay, what would you think? Like, there's a lot going on, uh, a lot of little things. Does it do anything particularly well that surprised you? Because I didn't like the stealth. What, what did okay. you think about all that? Yeah. So a couple things. Uh, just to piggyback off the enemies, I loved the enemies in this game. I thought they were they're mm. scary. They're creepy. Mm. Uh, I I did not expect there to be opposition in this game. For whatever reason, I just kind of assumed it was going to be a walk around, explore, uh, talk to things, find new areas, and all of a sudden there's these creepy little crawly one-eyed bad guy dudes, and I'm like, whoa. These guys are super cool looking and super creepy. And um, yeah, I just, I, so I love those. So it, that surprised me and I was very happy with it. Um, I think there's a lot of variety to this game. And I know a lot of reviewers say that they thought it was kind of monotonous and the same thing over and over, but it felt like at every part, I was like, all right, so what's going to be different about this part? Oh, there's stealth. Okay. Oh, in this part, it's really dark and you can only see so much and I can keep going, but I'm not going to list off everything. Um, and so I thought it had a very good amount of, you know, variety. Um, I, I sat down on Sunday and I played this and Sundays are, I don't know about you guys, my sleepy days where I'm just kind of tired and just relaxing. And this game is super calming and relaxing. And I, I knew it was going to put me to sleep and it didn't. And I ended up playing for like two or three hours and I, I just kept going and I, I, I kept thinking, Oh, eventually I'll probably put this down and just close my eyes or whatever. And it just didn't happen. And, uh, so it was just oddly mesmerizing. It kept me going. Yeah. There was parts where I'm like, what am I supposed to do here? What are they trying to tell me? It wasn't communicated the best, but overall it just sucked me in and I kept being like, Oh, so this is the new part. This is a little bit different. Yeah. Maybe it's in the same forest, but it still feels different enough that it's, it's something different. It's not the same thing over and over because i can't stand games like that so um yeah so that's that was kind of my thought um tony i don't i don't know where you want to take the rest of this conversation but we are getting down to like the final minutes here maybe we should move into some of the negatives i, I i'm sure you guys got to have some some more negative things maybe we could just get those out of our way before we do some final thoughts maybe yeah i think the most uh, again, you want to give the benefit of the doubt for a lot of things. You want to appreciate it for what it is. So I didn't think that it did anything particularly stand out well or interesting, though I did, you know, enjoy 
the, the singing in particular, the the more the hulking things that were that you had to climb, the big creatures, sta- standouts. But everything else um, kind of let me down in some way. But again, that kind of has to do with my own expectations. So again, I would call it you know generally you know generally average. Gary, what do you think? Anything else that you probably really didn't enjoy that we may not have hit on? So my entire time from start to end was hindered by something. Um, performance issues. Now, it's not just like drops in frame rate. I mean, the frame rate's pretty low anyway in it from, and it's un- unstable. Uh, but it actually comes to a complete halt at points. And um, basically getting onto the big like Shadow of the Colossus baddies in it as well, or, or creatures. Uh, there was one section where I needed to make a jump, like a good time jump, and the frame just stopped. And then by the time it was back, I was on the floor and totally missed a jump. Um, Also, the software just kept closing down. It kept crashing to the point where it totally closed down. Uh, I got stuck in a few places, ended up walking on thin air a couple of times. (laughs) And to be honest, it happened so frequently that it really hindered my enjoyment, especially at the beginning. Um, Once I got about halfway through, the issues kind of backed away. So uh, the, the the second half of the game I really enjoyed. Um, so I think with a patch it would be an absolute must own. Um, but the opening narrative was a bit confusing as well. It didn't really tell you anything. And even though the levels are built up of pretty much the same items, the same trees, the same rocks and stuff, just scattered in a different format, I also felt that there wasn't any landmarks. Like, you were running and the levels were different, but there was no standout landmarks that made you say, right, this is the way I'm going, this is where I should be heading, um, other than a few little things here and there. So it did feel really similar in places, except for maybe a palette change in colour, so it went from purple to a deeper purple, to a lighter purple, to a slightly blue and it wasn't until again about halfway through that that sort of thing also starts changing so i think with a few extra visual keys there and some performance uh, enhancements then it could actually be like an incredible game yeah mm. I, I fought the camera the game closed on me uh once and again just it lacks a little bit of polish i don't know if that was a thing that they again plan on patching um but overall you know again beautiful clay what do you think yeah, uh, performance for me, I never had any crashing, so I think kind of your experience may vary. Um, and then I did experience some uh, like frame judders here and there, uh, but it, it never really affected uh, my experience playing through. And so I really didn't have a ton of issues with the performance of it, but I could maybe see um, how people could you know struggle with that at times. So really n- nothing huge there. A couple mechanical issues as far as like game mechanics that I would tweak, but... I totally agree. I think with an update, it could it could be even stronger. But that's a lot of Switch games nowadays, where you know they're not always their strongest right out the gate. And so I'm gonna give my final thoughts here, real quick. Uh, I think the music is brilliant in this game and super beautiful, and re- really adds to the relaxing feel of it all. Um, like I said, good variety of gameplay in my opinion. Bad guys were awesome. Uh, I thought the storytelling was, it, it was not always clear what was happening, but it was really dynamic. And there's a certain thing that they do where it kind of changes your perspective. And I thought that was really impactful and cool. Uh, the ending is pretty pretty neat too. Um, 
the uh, the epic action sequence that we were talking about with the giant characters was just so cool. It blew my mind. I didn't expect that at all, and it just really was super exciting. Um, yeah, just overall a beautiful and calming game that I just really enjoyed playing and didn't feel stressed and just was really great. I, I totally enjoyed it. Uh, don't listen to all the negative stuff uh, people are saying, and uh, be a judge for yourself, and I think you should check this game out. So, If you had to give it a score, Gary, one to five, what do you think? Oh, don't put me on the spot. Don't um, as, do it. As, as it is at the minute, um, like I said, the performance really, really hindered um, what I thought about it. So I'd give it a three. But towards four, uh, if, it, if it got patched, then definitely a four. Uh, I mean, my, my final thoughts on it really were um, the visuals were stunning. They're really cool. Great art style. Um, the music, as Clay said, and the sound design, the way the characters make noises and stuff like that was phenomenal. And I really hope they release that soundtrack uh, as a mm. as a standalone yes. thing. Um, yeah, other than performance and that really was the, the biggest downsides. Uh, another downside was they the, the collectibles do actually do things in this game. So this um, story that you might miss unless you get one collectible Um uh, there's another collectible which kind of gives you some sort of story as well and another one which unlocks abilities and they unlock strange abilities but like one of them was running which yeah. uh, i don't know why they would <laughs> lock that behind one and you didn't i didn't get that until near the end of the game so my exactly. advice would be to anyone who plays this go hunting for the unlockables as you're playing it just take your time don't rush a story go for the collectibles all right. Agreed. Agreed. I'll give it a. I'll give it. It barely squeaks by with a three for me. Um, Zoink doesn't usually do sequels, so I think that they should leave it where it was. And I'd like to see something with a little more action. They're usually that quirky, artsy, story-driven games, but I'd like to see that art style and that amount of effort and attention to detail mixed with a little action. So that's kind of where I want to see it. Clay, what do you think? Give it a rank. Four out of five. Ooh. Ooh. Yep. He's giving out those fours like it's candy lately. Shut up. No, Like I'm it's not. free candy. Like it's, like it's a molasses from heaven. We want to thank you for joining us. I want to thank Gary Gray. Please visit the NintendoVillage.com for the latest in everything Nintendo. Uh, from reviews to podcasts to think pieces, blogs, everything. Check it out. Thank you very much for watching Switch Talk. We'll see you next time. We've got some really exciting stuff. We're getting back on track. Please resubscribe to iTunes if you like the audio version because we're re on there, but with the Switch to Nintendo Village, we had to resubmit. So please resubscribe and tell a friend. Thanks everybody for Switch Talk and all that stuff. Bye bye. See ya. See ya. See ya.